the Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. Well, I guess it's been a minute since we've done an after show podcast, so we yeah. thought we'd turn the mics on and kind of see what happens. Hello. You Are you good with that? Yeah. Uh, so the after show podcast is stuff that doesn't make the radio. Some of the stuff we'll talk about on the radio show, but like a more abbreviated version of it. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I've done about so far twenty one hours worth of tattoo work on my left arm. It looks good. Uh, I'm sore today. I'm real sore. Really? Like the area that he called this the ditch of my arm. So you know, like how you have an elbow on the outside, but the inside they call the ditch, like mm-hmm. where you bend. <clears throat> so like you got to tattoo that, or it's going to look like a blank space. But a lot of times it kind of wears out. But he warned me the other day. My tattoo artist Cody Steele. He said, "I'm just going to tell you this is going to be really sore, and you're going to hate me." And I was like, ah, oh, no, I'm tough. I'm doing this, right? And I got him done Monday. <laughs> I kind of hate him today. No, there was like a couple of days in a row you've like hit it on something and you've been like, Ooh. oh, yeah. Well, because it's like literally there's, you know, a, most of my arm has some form of color on it at this point. Um, and it was a process we started back. Uh, I think I've done seven sessions or something like mm-hmm. that. So literally it's probably more than 21 hours. I don't know, but. Uh, so now that we have this arm almost all the way done, we have maybe one more session on it. I have another arm and I have this, this deal here where I have a balance issue now because there's so much tattoo on one side and like this old crappy tattoo on the other arm. When are you going to like, do you already have a vision for that arm? We're working on that. Um, you know, cause the deal was let's put this one all the way to bed, make sure it's all the way done and then kind of get the idea of the next one. I have some concepts, but we haven't done any artwork for it. Hmm. And then I'm like, do I want to take a break <clears throat> and not go right back into it and do like, you know, it's every week or it's every, it, depending on how I heal, maybe I have to skip a week. Um, but that's a lot of tattoos. You're an all or nothing kind of guy though. Oh, very addictive personality. Mm-hmm. And that's the way. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have that other sleeve done. Mm, I would say the next three months. I, I think so. Because I want to yeah, just be done with it. Mm-hmm. If I know I got to do it, I want to be done with it and not have to worry about it or think about it. Because I'm a worrier, I'm a thinker, and then I dread stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that I dread the tattoo thing, but it's funny because we were talking about <clears throat> with the tattoos. A lot of people say, do tattoos hurt? And my artist says, he tells people all the time, yeah, they hurt. You know, because you would think he'd say, oh, no, they don't hurt that bad. You know, you'll get used to yeah, it. It's but uncomfortable. Yeah, it hurts. And then I know that there are certain places on the body that I've read that are more sensitive than, than others and mm. all that. And there were even weird spots like on like you, let's say it's the elbow piece, right? He was hitting in some one area and it didn't hurt at all. And you know he goes over like half an inch, You're and like, yeah, it's just different. And it depends on the nerve endings and all that stuff. He told me one way you can tell if a tattoo is going to hurt is to determine if you're ticklish. And in the areas where you're more ticklish, they say that you have more nerve endings right there, and that could be why you're ticklish. But also because of the nerves. The tattoo's probably going to oh, hurt Oh, okay. I've never even thought about that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff. I talked to him about tattoo theory and, mm-hmm. you know, like we have these really, I think, good conversations. Yeah. Huh. He's almost like, you know how girls go to the hairstylist? Yeah. And they like gossip and stuff like yeah. that. We kind of do the same thing. Gotcha. He's like my hairstylist. People, here's the, the deal I told him though, and I kind of use this uh, when we were talking about, hey, do you want to work on me and stuff like that? I said, you know, pretty much if I'm going to have an arm that's tattooed like this and a lot of people around here know us, people are going to ask everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And even now people who who may maybe and they might not know the show or maybe they're new to the area or something. Where do you get your tattoos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a walking billboard. Yeah. He told me if he screwed him up, his career was over. Oh, gosh. And I told no him, pressure. yes, I'd make sure of it. Well, and you're very um, meticulous, so I feel sorry for him. Uh, but no, he he's awesome though. So, uh, and I try to tell everybody because you have a couple of tattoos, mm-hmm. and 
all my friends who already have tattoos. I'm like, no, this guy's the real deal, yeah. and uh, the vision's good. He just did a tattoo, and I won't I won't call out the person by name, but uh, one of our coworkers and friends is doing a back piece. Mm-hmm. And Kelly, like you think that my arms got a lot of tattoos, a lot of time. This is like full back. Wow. Like you know. From what would you call this bone right here? You know that bone right there in your neck? Um, I forget. I used to know what it was called. Like the top of your spine yeah, kind uh-huh. of or whatever. And it goes – like it's all the way down to, to where you have your tramp stamp. Why do you always have to bring it up? You always have – and you know what? I'm not even ashamed of it. Uh-huh. I have a tattoo that I got when I was 30. I uh, came of age very, very late. I was extremely immature. And – um. Mm. Shut up, Brandon. So are you. <laughs> and uh, but when I got when I got it, and it's dolphins, but at the time, like you know, the Celtic stuff was really big, and it's about as big as my hand. And it goes, yeah. it is. It's on my back. And um, I remember I also liked dolphins because Nikki from um, CoverGirl, who was the girl, the the model, the mm, supermodel. Yeah, she had. Is it Hurley? Is it no? It's not no. It's Nikki, and she had a sister, <clears throat> Nikki. Uh, Something, but anyway, she had a little dolphin on her ankle, and mm. I always thought that that was really cute. But I wanted to train dolphins, and like I've always like been called, I don't know, to the ocean, to like marine life, and so that was part of it too. Um, so there was that. So can I see it real quick? No, <laughs> you're such a weirdo. I think I've only seen it one time, and it was by accident, and it was um, where was it? It's probably. Uh, Look, I saw it at the Morgan Wallen concert and freaked out. He didn't know you had that tattoo. Oh, yeah. It was funny. I was leaning up in between you and Leslie, and he was like, Kelly, you have a tattoo? <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to be talked about. <laughs> Here we go. I'm trying to think about where, I guess maybe just when you wear those really low-cut pants or something. Yeah, because I, I am. You know, people know uh, me for wearing low-cut riders. I can't, I can't picture. Turn around. Let me see it because I can't picture it. Why do you keep harping on this? Do you no. want to keep it? Do you want to add to it? Do you want to do some more with it? I don't know because no one sees it. I don't care. Like, but if I do want some more tattoos, but like, not like a sleeve or anything. You're going to go dainty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you though that, um, and I, you don't see a ton of them around here, but like the girls that have more tattoos now that I have this, I'm like, Ooh, that's hot. Not me, but like tattoos, you know, bigger tattoos. I find that attractive now. Is yeah. that weird? Should I take that no, back? No, it's not weird, but you didn't already find that attractive? Well, maybe. But like Kat maybe. Von D? Mm. Oh. I like mean, someone that would have like tattoos like that. Yeah. I think it's pretty. I think it's it pretty, too. It just kind of depends. Depends on who it is. Mm-hmm. I got a message from one of my Nana's uh, sisters. So I guess it's my, what would that be? My grandmother, aunt, grandmother. Your great aunt. My great aunt. Is that what they're called? I guess. Uh, basically, she said, I hope you continue to do radio because you won't ever be able to get another job anywhere. <laughs> so thanks. Uh, let's see here. Some of the other things I kind of noted. And like we can go through our phones and see other things that maybe we got to or didn't talk get to. Um, uh, I looked up the cover girl thing. That was Nikki Taylor. Nikki Taylor. That's good. Uh, Kelly just spoke in wind. We covered this on the show, but it was really a cool deal. And we, and we joked around about it and, and kind of messed around with it. But the idea that she was invited back to speak at her school was kind of cool. 
Um, because, you know, it, you had gone a long time with without having a ton of ties as far yeah. as directly to the school. And for mm-hmm. them to randomly reach out, it was weird because I was in the room the day that she found that message. She's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They want me to speak at my school. I started giggling and I was like, and I was like, Brandon. And he was like, what? And I, and I read it to him and he was like, oh, my gosh. You right. started getting me nervous anyway. And you were like, but I wasn't trying to, to get you nervous. You're like, well, you have to do it. You know, and this was this was before if you're newer to the show, um, when Arkansas got hit by a tornado March 31st and they had asked me and and the whole high school was completely demolished um, and they had asked me before that. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, going back to my high school into the auditorium Mm -hmm. that I got the same award in like it's just it was very I don't know. It was very surreal, but didn't get to do that. But we did get to have it. And it was still getting to to sit around some of the people that I graduated with, whose kids are now graduating. And, you know, just seeing that town come together and some of those people, and what they've done for some of the people of Wynn. It was really, really cool. One of the areas we didn't talk about on the actual show. So for those of you who listen to the podcast, especially to the after shows, we'll kind of break some news. I was a little nervous for you. And the reason I was nervous is because I I know at events, there's this point where like it's normal for nerves to hit. And there's days where you're really good with that. And there's other days where when the nerves hit, it might cause a tad bit of a freak out. And literally, I was worried because I knew this was important to you. And typically, the things that make us most nervous are the things that are most important to Uh us. Uh, And I was like, oh, my gosh, I want her to be prepared to feel a little bit anxious, but I don't want to freak her out because I could just see you getting there and be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just can't do this. Because you've seen me do that before. Yeah. And we don't talk about that on the show, but there's been a couple, like probably, what, two or three times where, you know, stress hits, anxiety hits, Uh and it's like. A little bit of a meltdown. And mm-hmm. I had that right before I first started hosting A State football back in 2015, where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I, I'm not even going to go. Yeah. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you figure it out. But I was a little bit worried going into when that that was going to happen. And, and it did. And I, and I will say, I thought I was going to be more nervous than I was, but I wasn't. Um, and my uncle Rick from Wynn, who graduated from Wynn back in, uh, well, it was a long time ago. Um, he went with me and so he was there, but when you look out at the audience and I think, like I said, you know, there's people there. Wait, what'd you just ask me? About the nerves, about you being nervous. Okay. I lost my train of thought, but you expect that from me. I know. This train's off the tracks most days. But I told them that, like I explained to them that, you know, hey, I was diagnosed with ADHD and, you know, I'm extremely dyslexic, but it helped me when I figured out that I was because I was like, I struggled all through school. So it was cool to be able to tell that to them. But when I got up there to the podium and I turned around, it did. It almost felt like if any of you have passed out before and you felt like you're going to faint and you mm. feel your fingers start to tingle and then your your heart starts. You literally I looked down and I was like, can they see my heart beating mm. like like are, can they see that? And there was probably 250 to 300 people there. Um, and I, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have 16 pages of talking. <laughs> And I was like, I did, I did worry that maybe you overprepared. But I life. literally, I'm telling you, you popped into my head and I'm like, Brandon said, slow down, take breath. And I'm literally like trying to coach myself yeah. down because I do love to be in front of people and entertain, especially if I'm not having to be serious. If I can make you laugh or give you a story and it's funny about me, but you learn something like that's what I want. 
but it but I felt like there's a lot of pressure because like mm-hmm. you said, I was passionate about it and it made it even worse because I'm also a mom. I had a son graduate last year. I feel like I'm dealing with the emotions they are, but it's also my classmates mm-hmm. in my in my hometown and they just went through a lot. So there was a lot of emotion for me. But I've been with you the past almost nine years, whenever I've had to do something, quote, um, I don't know, in front of a group or scary. But I told them, I'm like, y'all, I know you're looking at me and you're like, you talk every morning on the radio in front of however many people. And I told them, but our room is about four feet by four feet uh-huh. big. <laughs> and it doesn't sound like any of y'all are, are there. We're just talking. We're two buddies just talking about life and just trying to, you know, roast each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I forget. I was like, but standing up in front of y'all, oh, my gosh. Well, you can see him. Yes. <clears throat> and there's those moments, and I, and I knew it was going to happen. Like, normally you're about to get up there, and you, you start to ramp up, right? Like, and a lot of times we don't – I'm not nervous getting to the events now, right? It's yep. we're about to go up on stage, or somebody hands me the microphone, and mm-hmm. they're about to start. So – I typically experience this, like let's say we're hosting football at Arkansas State, right? And um, we do that inside Centennial Bank Stadium, which is 30,000. It has a capacity of 30,000 people. Um, and, and like, I'm, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. Then I start to try to memorize stuff because I, I don't want to read the cards. I want to have most of it memorized. Uh, and as I stand there, I'm not nervous. And, and the camera gets in front of me and I'm looking around at the stadium. And there's people coming in and they're getting their stuff and they're going to their seats and or there's people sitting there. Um, and I, I start thinking of that moment as like we're one minute away from me going live. Like, what am I going to say? Do I have my words right? And then I start thinking about how how small I feel in that giant space. And do you start second guessing yourself? Yeah, and that makes me more nervous. And then mm-hmm. as soon as it's like three, two, one, go, like you don't have a choice. You got to go. Yeah. And some day, and most of the time, you know, luckily most of the time it goes pretty well. There's some days, uh, just like anything, like with the show or with any event that we do, we're like, hey, I could have done that better, mm-hmm. and maybe nobody else notices. We're a lot harder on ourselves than other people are. That's uh, all a, I thought when it was over, too. I was what? like, I wish I could have done it one more time mm-hmm. because I would have like I would have felt like because I was behind a podium, you know, and you're behind a podium. And I did have notes like there's a lot of stuff. There's no way you can you can talk. Well, I can't, you know, having ADHD and being and being dyslexic. You've seen that with me. I have to have this certain process. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I could have, you know. I guess done all my talk and walked around like I wanted to because I'm animated and I want to go up to people and let them be involved. But it was hard to do that. 20 minutes is a lot of time. Yeah. Like it's different to say, hey, I need like and I relate back to football because it's what most of y'all would know outside of radio for me to do. But it's like, okay, you have one minute to do this whole thing. Okay, cool. I have one minute. Or, you know, you have a two minute intro or you have a three minute thing that you're going to talk about on the radio, whatever the story is. It's so different to think, okay, I have 15 to 20 minutes and part of this, a lot of this is going to be serious. That, that's that's intimidating. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been intimidated in that setting just based on the amount of time they wanted you to fill. Like if they said, hey, it can be anywhere from two minutes to 20. Okay, cool. If I go three minutes, it's good. Well, and finally, once I got everything together, I mean, it was probably a book. And then I just started cutting things out that I was like, okay, it's night through 12th grade. It's not adults because it's hard to talk to. I wanted to talk to to the whole room. I mm-hmm. wanted the ninth graders to get something out of it. I wanted the seniors to get something out of it. And I wanted the parents to get something out of it. Cause a lot of those parents are hurting right now. Some of them lost their houses. Their kids are graduating. They still don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. So you're, you're just in a room. Our, I was in a room with so many, I don't know. It was just a, a, an emotional, but awesome event to see kids that are just killing it. One of the things in, in Kelly's speech was do things that scare you. And I, and I think that, 
in those moments. I think that's real smart advice because most of us try to stay in a comfort zone and we yep. kind of probably live a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a deal when you when you do things that scare you and you live through it. There's also times where you've probably never felt more alive. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I feel so exhilarated. The adrenaline is pumping. Like, and that, that feeling is great. And I'm not talking about going and laying in a bed of, of venomous snakes, not doing something scary, but something for you. Like, you know, if Brandon is shy, he doesn't like going in front of a group of people or whatever. Me, I'm an extrovert. I like being in front of people, but talking, oh my goodness, I, I wasn't. I wasn't ready. So you have to kind of just like, it's a different way to prepare. I need to work on talking to girls probably. Really? That's what hmm. I think I need to work on is being a little more smooth with that. Maybe just so. Just take my time. Just talk a little bit more like this. What? No. It's already annoying. See, the deal is, is Why I- Why are you using your hands like because that? Because I never know what to do. Even in situations where it's just two people in this room, I don't know how to do it. And it's people like, just be yourself. Well, no, because you know, you know, y'all, he thinks too much. I like, overthink everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Morgan Wallen has postponed more stuff. That's a big deal. Um, and I know there's, I read a bunch of that stuff last night. Uh-huh. Uh, he says vocal issues and Vanderbilt doctors have told him, hey, you, you need to rest, rest your voice for uh, six weeks and then go back out on tour and think about the financial impact. I was just thinking about Ole Miss alone, right? Because even though they did the the show the Saturday mm-hmm. night, the Sunday night show was a big money loser for Morgan Wallen's team. Because you know, even let's say that let's say Hardy says, "Hey, you don't got to pay me for tonight since you canceled." I mean, more than likely he's going to give him some money. Uh, but you have all those other hundreds and hundreds of people who have to be paid. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're going to pay all the guys who who rigged the stuff and put up the stage and all that stuff. Even though they're there for two days, you know, they're there working two days. They're going to get paid for both of those days. Um, you know, so they, they lost a lot of money on Ole Miss having to, to cancel that. And guess what? They're going to have to, if they reschedule it, they're going to have to pay all those people again to go back. But now you have six more weeks of concerts, probably at least three a week that are being canceled. And the impact that that's going to have is huge. Gosh, that's a lot. Uh, and then, you know, it's like <clears throat> there's people online who are questioning, is it is it really vocal issues? Is there something else going mm-hmm. on that, that maybe they're not going to be as, as um, uh, upfront with? Well, you if, don't know. If anything, no matter what it is, uh, as a younger artist, he needs to learn to take care of himself and his vocal cords and everything else yeah. so he can have longevity. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, stars that will say, hey, dude, no matter what, there's a reason that your vocal cords are like you're not taking care of your voice. Yeah. You know, take care of yourself. Well, and nobody, when they're at the level that Morgan Wallen has, has gotten to, nobody's prepared for that. Yeah. Like you can't, even if you're an artist for 10 or 15 years, maybe you have a better chance at it. But, you know, he was pretty much like, you know, new country guy to mm-hmm. mega, mega superstar, like real fast, faster than most people have to deal with that. And with that comes all the excess, mm-hmm. which I've had the chance to see that with uh, my wrestling buddies, you know, guys who, and not everybody was broke and poor, you know, like, but a lot of times if you come from a, a background where you didn't have much and then all of a sudden you have everything in excess and everybody is willing to give you everything and people just want to be around you and they want to hang out and there's yeah. alcohol and there's women and there's drugs and all these different things. People don't know how to deal with mm-hmm. that because they, they might've come from not having much to all of a sudden having whatever they want and everybody's kissing their ass. And it's they, really weird. Right. And they don't have the right people around them telling them, Hey, uh, no, you don't need to be doing that because they're scared that they'll get mad at them. Yeah. Or they're scared. Hey, you know, let's say it's your manager and you're managing an artist who's making you a boatload of money, but, and you know, like they're going to say, Hey, maybe you should slow down. But at the end of the day, Hey, you're still the cash cow. You're still going to drive that train. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be in charge. It almost is going to take somebody who who doesn't need to be a part of that team, who's not on the team. Like, hey, it's the best friend. Hey, bro, you got to fix yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Who has nothing to benefit other than being a friend. Yeah.
Because it's it's tough if you, if some artist is making a manager millions of dollars to go tell the guy, hey, you need to take a break. Yeah. Because in the moment, you're not thinking about the short term you're, or the long term. You're thinking short term. Mm-hmm. Get it, get it, get it, get it. But, you know, and, and maybe it is really just strictly a vocal issue. And, and, and a lot of people in his team says that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's awesome if it is. But again, there's I've seen so many times where young people uh, in a profession, and again, I speak more from the wrestling side, where they all of a sudden have a ton of money and they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Because, oh, I have everything that I want. Mm-hmm. And literally all these girls think I'm awesome now. And all these people want to hang out. Right. And like literally we would be on the road and you would see, you know, the, the girls thing. You would see, hey, so-and-so brought whatever, you know, pills or drugs or whatever, you know. And if people were into that, it was right there. And you right. knew who to go to. Those We had people in every single town where if you, if you knew you wanted this, that person right there was a the person to go to. Thankfully, I – Legit, other than than uh, the love of beer, I never really had those issues. And if it was like that back then, think about fast forward 20, 25 years now and how more, I don't know, it's more accessible. Yep. And I don't know, it just, yeah. And, and all of a sudden you're not the wrestler, but you're Morgan Wallen or, you know, right. you're whoever, mm-hmm. whoever the artist is, the young artist. Um, it's probably a good deal I'm not famous. Yeah, no, it's probably good that I, you know, <laughs> I've stayed where I've stayed as well. So that story is a big story. Uh, we joked today about Robert De Niro. This guy's 79, and he's about to have another kid. <laughs> so we talked to Dr. Spikes about that. And I'm like, hey, how is this even physically possible? And he said, well, you know, you could store stuff and put it away. It's called sperm, Brandon. Yeah, but I don't, that's, that word still feels weird to me. I don't know why. Semen? Huh? Is that better? Uh, the actual word for it. Sure, if you'd like to use that, I'm not. No, sure. No, I'm just letting you. I'm not gonna. I okay. was just gonna say stuff. But but or you know you can I guess you can still physically do that too. I don't. You know, know what though? Robert De Niro is really funny. I've seen him on so many interviews where he's just like really sarcastic mm-hmm. and funny. I would love to know like when he's with his buddies or you know the people that are really. You know, real with him, that would be a really fun conversation. Walking in the door and being like, damn, you know, like, dude, dude. what are you doing? And then him just being like, you know what, just leave me alone. Like, like yeah. just going all De Niro on somebody. Um, well, because people are going to say, do you not know what causes this? Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, maybe he doesn't care. What was, hang on, let me go back. There was a number. But I already saw something where he was trying to catch up with Nick Cannon, and that made me giggle because <laughs> Nick's like in his 40s now or 30s. No, he's probably, is it late 30s, early 40s? Okay. But what does he have, like 13 kids? Uh-huh. <laughs> so De Niro has kids. He has seven kids. He has, let's see, what is it? A 51-year-old, a 46-year-old, a set of 27-year-old twins, a 25-year-old, excuse me, a 25-year-old and 11-year-old, and now a new baby. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> he has a Generation Z, a Generation Y, a Generation X, a Generation... <laughs> yes, it's so weird. A Millennial and a Generation Alpha. What? I'm trying to figure out what this girl looks like. Hang on, is this the She girl? looks rich to me. Tiffany Chin? Let me see. Her name is... T- is she 64? No. Why did I think she would be really young? I don't think it's that person. Is it? Brandon, what are I you don't, looking at? I'm trying to figure out... Who is Tiffany Chin? <laughs> and who did she ever beat? Probably no, beat you. Nobody but the wrestling people get that. I'm trying to figure out... His girlfriend is Tiffany Chin. Because it, it, there's a Tiffany Chin. When I Google the name Tiffany Chin, it shows hmm. up a woman who's like 64. Why do I think? She, no, she can't be 64 and pregnant. No, right? Brandon, she can't. Unless they have a that surrogate. Just now, 
that just now registered. Okay. That's why I kept saying it's not her. Tiffany. I knew a guy named Jacob Chin. He was in my school. There is a uh, restaurant called Chin Chin. Is there? Have you been there before? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, yeah. She's younger. It's not who I thought it was. But I have no idea how old she is. He's 79, by the way. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Friends lately, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to tell you. Uh, and, and we say, I think I said this on the air, that show ages really well. Mm-hmm. It's still really funny to me. Uh, and Jennifer Aniston is really hot. Yeah, she's super pretty. Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, all the different looks. Because she, she doesn't try. I think that's what it is. They make her look so good, and she is just, you know, she's blessed. But um, she didn't have to try much. She was kind of naturally cute. Yeah. Yeah, and it's different. Mm-hmm. It's a different look. But, like, I'm sitting there going, has there ever been anybody that pretty on TV? Like, who was just that naturally girl next mm. door? I don't know. That's a great idea. Isn't she like it's? A, I mean, I know there's going to be oh somebody's going to say Pamela Anderson, but it's just right. different. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. her her style and look was different. So anyway, uh, Kai wants a dirt bike again. We go through this every year. Um, Wait, before we get off the friends thing, what? I know that you want to feel like that you're Joey Tribbiani. Yeah, uh, I am, and everyone's after you and all that. Yes. But if we're being honest, which if you will be honest with me, because no, typically be. you're not. I won't be. Who do you think that you're most like? Gunther. No, you're not like Gunther. <laughs> you remind me of the guy uh, that rents their apartment. The, Who's The that? landlord. What's he look like? Is it bad? Put the landlord of Is it bad? Monica Geller's apartment. Wait, is this the one where they he all... He was on... He was on the uh, reunion. Okay. He's no longer with us. He died since the reunion? I think he did. Oh. Was it Mike Haggerty? Yeah, Yeah. and the reason, it's not that you look like him. He was just always grumpy. Okay. And mad and looking for money. Well, he's no longer with us. I guess Gunther's no longer with us either. That was really sad when he couldn't couldn't be there for Mm -hmm. the reunion. I might go back and watch the reunion again because what I realized is like my wife never really watched friends because she's, she's younger than us. Mm-hmm. Is she watching it with you? Yeah, a little bit. Is she enjoying it? I think so. I think well, she knows. Good. I think Jennifer Aniston's really pretty. So it probably aggravates her a little bit. And I'm sure you don't ever say anything out loud. I won't say it out loud. I'm sure you never say headlights. Never. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. I, I don't even, I don't even know what you're talking about. Studies have shown they're on in every single scene she's in. No, it, no, it doesn't say that. Does it? I don't know, but I've heard that. Have you really heard that? Mm-hmm. Are they real or? I challenge they, you. Did they do that? On, like, is it, did they intentionally do that? No. I challenge you. Yes. To, as you watch the episodes, mm-hmm. to prove me wrong. I accept this challenge. I know you do. <laughs> you accepted it a long time. But I was wondering, like, and this is, this sounds silly, but I wondered if maybe like they were doing that on purpose. Well. Because it's not accidental. She had to know. Or they had to. You they might had to see no, but you can't say it's. It's. They had to see it. It's you not wouldn't think an accident that she doesn't have a button okay. she can push where she's like she off and on. Gimmicks on where it looks like them. I agree with you. Uh, there, there's a possibility of that. Maybe there's some type of HR sexual harassment thing of someone asking her to put pasties on. I don't know. But what if the pasties have those? The tips. It almost has to be intentional. 
literally, let's just be for real. Surely someone has asked her this. So if we were uh, to take a picture in here, right? Uh-huh. And and it was me and you and a, a guest. I already know where you're going. I would not let you post it. Right. And and we have had a guest in here before who's, oh my gosh, uh, hang on, let me, I'm, uh, I don't want to look like this in the picture, right? Maybe it's a little cold or whatever. And they've tried to fix it. Like, but she never fixed it. And it, but it. I don't know. It's interesting to I me. Mean, maybe it would it's have like taken it was, hours out of time to to fix. Oh, to put a little gimmick over it? No, it doesn't take hours. It's almost like it was intentional. I think it's intentional. And I think the producers knew it and the other actors knew it. Hmm. Because why did the other ones not do that? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. If anybody's listening, you can weigh in on this. Interesting. On Jennifer Aniston's nipples. Can I say that? I you said the the other word no, just a few minutes ago. I, I think you can say it when you're referring to bre- to breastfeeding, but I don't know if you can put Jennifer Aniston with it. That's what we're talking about. It made about. me uncomfortable. Why would that make you uncomfortable when you said the word a few minutes ago that Robert De Niro had? Because it was a technical Okay, it's a technical word too. Uh, yeah, nipples aren't technical. Quit saying it. What? I think nip- nipples are technical. <laughs> Thinking now, my tongue's getting nickels too. <laughs> nickels too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, and I, are we done? I got to babysit yesterday, uh, my best friend's baby, and yeah. it was awesome. And I miss all the baby sounds and the noises, and it was great. Smells. Actually, yes. There is a new baby smell. Mm-hmm. It's like the new car smell. Yeah, but so hopefully, I uh, have made up a song and I sing it to her every mm-hmm. time I'm there. Oh God. And I make sure I have on the same perfume every time I go over there. So she's gonna, we're gonna bond through smell, song, and um, closeness. What's the song? I'm not doing it. Do it. I'll do a little part of it. Is it a long song? Every day with tea cake is sweeter than the day before. Every day with tea. Where did this come from? I love her more and This more. came from something. What is it? It's a commercial. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you have you have mimicked a commercial and made it about this kid. No, I don't want anyone to get mad at me because, okay, well, there was this song when I was growing up that is called Every Day with Jesus is Sweeter Than the Day Before. Oh and when Kurt was born, I... Inserted his name just like I was rocketing one night. I think it was like three o'clock in the morning, and he was crying. And I was like, "Every day with Kurt Marshall." Oh, see, the rhythm doesn't work. Anyway, so that's what I used to sing to Kurt all the time. And so I switched the names and sang it to her. So you asked me where it came from, and that's it. I knew it had to come from somewhere because it sounded like it was. It, it was something. Well, I'm also a songwriter. But Kurt Marshall doesn't work in that yeah. song. You could have done a little Curtis or something like and that. And then I also sing You Are My Sunshine. Yeah. I'll have to meet that baby at some point. Most She's babies like so me. cute. Uh, this is the end of an after show podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy the after show. We appreciate all of you who listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get we get decent little numbers from around the country. And it's cool to see that and to see where people are either uh, finding us or where people from here have moved to. So we appreciate that. Yep. You can check us out again tomorrow.